Chucky. And I'm your friend to the end. Heidi fucking ho. Ha, ha, ha. And welcome back to Chucky Queers. It's your weekly coverage of season two of Don Mancini's Chucky series, and I'm Joe. And I'm Trace, and we are discussing season two, episode six, He is Risen Indeed. And uh, Joe, have Mm -hmm. you come out of your curmudgeonly state, and are you enjoying the season now? (laughs) Yes, although now it sounds like I'm a Jennifer Tilly hater because she's not in this episode, and you and I were like, oh, I like this one so much better. Yeah, no, I, I um, this is very much a, oh, we are moving the season's plot forward. I mean, again, like, there's two yep. episodes left after this, so we've got to, like, set up our endgame. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we do this. We have a major character death. We have more characters coming together. I think this is maybe a bit more, uh, oh, what do I say, like, standard for television se- uh, episodes as opposed to, like, you know, maybe the more one-off goofy antics of the past two weeks. For sure. Yeah, this is very much we need to set things in motion because the finale is looming over us. So hope you enjoyed the one off because now we got a barrel forward. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So um, one thing I actually wanted to point out because I didn't realize this. So Dr. Mixter, mm-hmm. this character, did you know that she was in season one? So I think I realized it in this episode. Mm hmm. Because it seemed like the kids had a much more fulsome relationship with her than I would have realized. Yes. So she actually played Bree's therapist, Bree being Lexa Doig. She's the one that she was like, telling right. her, oh, like, go tell your family about your cancer diagnosis, too. And right. I feel very because I was like, OK, <laughs> we find out in this episode that Dr. Mixter was Charles Lee Ray's psychiatrist in this home where the kids are now. And so I was mm-hmm. like, well, shit, like, was she in those flashbacks from last season? Right. Um, she no. was not. <laughs> well, at least. Well, nevertheless, she was in. Bree's life last season so we saw her in two episodes and um that kind of like I mean it doesn't complicate things for me but I was kind of like oh okay so has she mm-hmm. been like are we kind of retconning this to where she's been involved since the get-go also trying to help Chucky kill people right yeah and folks once again this is where we're going to share that we're getting screeners of these but those screeners don't include a previously on for the most part Ooh, yeah so i was like oh i wonder if other people just got a glimpse of like there she is giving therapy talking to brie about you know tell your family about your cancer diagnosis mm-hmm. <laughs> and you and i are like who is this character? Have we seen her before? I mean, What's I guess going on? I, I, the actress is Rosemary Dunsmore. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, who is she? But she's um, in Orphan Black. That's what I know her from. Mm-hmm. Canadian, I'm assuming. Uh, Yes, Canadian star of stage, screen, and television, Rosemary Dunsmore. There we go. There we go. <laughs> okay. But okay, but outside of that, because yeah, but th- this is kind of like, she's not the grandmaster planner of all this that seems to be the colonel although we kind of Mm. blow through this this episode too because we killed the colonel i will say as much as i really enjoyed this episode because i think not only is the plot moving forward better it feels like we have some momentum but i think even some of the jokes landed a little bit better for me they seemed Mm -hmm. a little punchier but yeah when we hit the accelerator we're really speeding past a couple of significant developments so Things moved a little, maybe too fast for me at the end, where I couldn't believe we were just, yeah, killing off the colonel, moving things along, you know, throwing Nadine out the window. Okay, I I mean, I have thoughts about that, but hey, I thought it was really well done. 
Yes, me too. It doesn't fortunately mean that we are going to be going back to having pill-popping Lexi. God damn it. I know. Thought we were out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so close. <laughs> Although, admittedly, it, it wouldn't have it would have made any sense to have had a whole bunch of episodes where she's not even in withdrawal. So, if nothing else, this will probably get Lexi through the finale without us having to see her, you know, crying or, or suffering in that way. Well, our prediction, or at least our hope from last week, turned false because, yeah, good guy Chucky is, in fact, evil. And mm -hmm. while I am fine with this, I actually think I'm more okay with it, if only because we have seen these kids try to use aversion therapy on him. And we have seen these kids try to baptize him. And it didn't mm -hmm. work. And right. I thought the original message was going to be kind of this commentary. Like, if people were like, well, that wouldn't really work. How could that happen? And it's like, yeah, that's the point. It wouldn't really mm -hmm. work because blah, blah, blah. And now it doesn't. So, yeah, it's like saying all these methods that are used to try to cleanse queer people of their queerness. No, they don't fucking work. So exactly. I'm OK with this development, if only because I get that that's the commentary on it. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week in the wake of Nadine's murder, because it definitely seemed to me as though we're going to give him some kind of DID as a result of the aversion therapy. Mm. So, uh, you know, he might be snapping back and forth between the good guy, Chucky, and this alternative evil Chucky, like one of the original 72 who still has homicidal impulses. Right. Um, I kind of hope that's not the case. <laughs> we'll see, because it, it, he clearly back into nice mode after he kills Nadine, right? See, I thought that was like a joke. Like He was like, mm. see, you fuckers thought I was good. Oh, nope, I'm not. So let me throw you this little line. Right. Okay. Well, we shall see. <laughs> um, we get the return of Andy in a big way. This We're, we're yeah. bringing characters together in this episode. Very much so. I will say I was shocked by not the Andy reveal. You and I very much knew that he was going to be alive. And obviously it was teased at the end of last episode. Mm -hmm. But I was not expecting a full on cannibalism sequence. Yeah, it was, I, I went back because, you know, we know that Don Lancini has written some episodes of, of uh, Hannibal. And I was like, well, mm -hmm. did he write the episode whenever Hannibal made um, Eddie Izzard eat his own leg? He did not. Right. But no. this is very much that because, yeah. The Curdle is eating Andy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been too long since I've seen Apocalypse Now or Red Heart of Darkness, so I can't remember if Colonel Kurtz is a cannibal in either the book or the film, but mm. that is very much what we're referencing with the Colonel's death when he's saying the horror, the horror, and... That's... That the bald head and all that stuff. That makes yeah. a lot. Because we get some flashbacks, too, to, like, some s generic war imagery, which, granted, maybe Sweetie, changed. that's Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, sorry, generic war imagery meaning, like, oh, it's, it's a war. I mean, unless they're, like, iconic images from Vietnam. I think just you should be able to notice that it is Vietnam, but it could be very generic images of Vietnam. Ooh, yeah, definitely didn't get which war it was from. Um, okay. But I also haven't seen Apocalypse now. <laughs> there we go. I, I kind of figured. I was like, oh, I think I may have to take the, the lead on this part. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so we, we get rid of Hulk Chucky. We get mm -hmm. rid of Colonel Chucky. And that's where I'm kind of thinking where it's like, well, I guess good guy Chucky is going to be our big bad of the season even though for sure i mean nika is has chucky prime for as, as what we call him now inside i of her. know i love that we have nicknames for all of them but yeah we're definitely setting up a battle between chucky prime who is living in nika's body and yeah now this aversion therapy good guy chucky mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's a little i'm not gonna say disappointing but i like the idea of keeping a bunch of safeguards in place for future seasons or even just giving some of these distinct chucky a la Cult of Chucky, 
where, you know, they, they each had something unique about them. And I kind of like that idea. So I'm a little saddened to see that we've already exploded all of these dolls or gotten rid of them. Although I will say the imagery of seeing them not just go off the cliff in front of the cross and exploding like mm-hmm. we saw uh, in the first episode of the season, but getting to see the drag <laughs> just off like Andy. flying up in the air like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, some of the puppetry on the show just fills me with absolute delight. And I will say, though, I mean, look, I, I get like maybe we're kind of zipping through plot here, but I did appreciate that we are not wasting time with, ooh, like, when are the kids going to figure out if Dr. Mixer is evil or not? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It's out now. And I love that Lexi's <laughs> introduction to her is how does it feel being a redheaded doll's little bitch? <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, I... I need us to spend a little bit of time with Dr. Mixer next episode because I do not know what her deal is. It's brazen, I guess, just walking right into this school and saying, okay, I'm going to start shooting people. I'm clutching a Chucky doll and pretending to be a ventriloquist. Mm -hmm. But bitch, you have no game here. Like, what was the plan? Well, I, well, I'm assuming we will find out in the next two episodes. (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, yeah we, we got like, you know, uh, Andy trying to hack at her with a machete and then blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess we also, this is the thing that's maybe not fully working for me, though, is the Sister Ruth stuff. So, right. you know, I was okay with her development last week. It was like, yeah, fucking idiot, like super devoutly religious person thinks this supernatural thing is a... It is Jesus. Mm -hmm. But now, okay, so Hulk Chucky is dead, and now she's going to avenge him. So I'm kind of like, okay. No. I don't dislike the concept, but it's kind of a thing where I'm like, ooh, now I'm maybe feeling the overstuffing of the season to where I'm like, I kind of hope, well... Are we just going to kill her off really quickly next week? Or mm-hmm. is her plot for aven- her Avenging Angel subplot going to actually play a larger part and take up more screen time? Yeah, because I, I feel like we still have to do some kind of homage to the Omen. So I fully expected her to do a it's all for you, Damien, slash it's all for you, Chucky, mm-hmm. plunge. And that could still happen. Yeah. But yeah, I I was on board all the way up until she said, oh, I'm going to avenge you. And I just yeah. thought, oh, no, let's I mean, not. Yeah, I mean, again, this too clear tease for what's to come, but I'm going to be interested to see if it takes up the f- next two full episodes mm-hmm. or if it's going to be kind of rushed, r- brushed off like like some plots are in this in this television show. Yeah, because in some ways, this feels like a penultimate episode, like we are setting mm-hmm. everything up or even wrapping things up. I'm. I'm sorry, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the colonel because that just seemed (laughs) way too abrupt and sudden. I thought he was endgame for this season. Yes. You and I even talked last week. We thought this was all going to lead to a showdown at the school, and we did get that, but we thought that it was going to take up an entire episode, not, you know, bang, bang, and a couple of people are dead and or shot. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess really the only other big, I mean, thing that we see this episode is, yeah, we get more Nika, Kyle, and, uh, Glenda. So, Mm -hmm. uh, what did you think of this stuff? Well, this was a little bit fun, right? Because we got a taste of it last week Mm -hmm. from Glenn's side, right? So, we saw Glenn and Jennifer Tilly, and there's that moment where Glenn has the dream of their murderous past, and then wakes up and texts their sibling. And we didn't see the other half of it. So we didn't see how Glenda takes it apart from the text messages. So this episode we're meant to believe is happening concurrently. Mm-hmm. And we see that same dream, same text exchange. But yeah, we're spending a bit of time with Kyle, who we learn has lost an ear from yeah. last year's explosion. 
And I don't know. I mean, I'm intrigued. This very much felt like we are moving these chess pieces into place for the next episode. But it did strike me how much Don Mancini and company have delighted in absolutely destroying the physical bodies of the adult cast on this show. Yeah. (laughs) Because we now have Nika with no arms and no legs. We have Kyle with no ear. And we also have Andy with like a mutilated leg due to cannibalism. Yes. Um, if I was Devin Sawa, I would be nervous. I mean, well, probably not because I'll probably get killed and I'll probably come this back to a different character next season. <laughs> <laughs> if um, the show runs for like five or six seasons, I really hope that Devin Sawa gets killed every year and then comes back as a different character. 100%. And people just don't comment well, on No, it. what they've got to do is, though, in either season three or season four, they have to not kill him because they have to subvert our expectations one year. Right. Yes. <laughs> It'll become too formulaic. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed all this stuff with Nika and, you know, going back and forth between her and Chucky. I love that Kyle is like, okay, we know how this works. Let's, like, mm-hmm. I love that we don't have to go through this whole process of characters finding this shit out. Like, that, right. that is an acceleration that I, 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 I'm fine with. Like, by all means, that's normal. Mm-hmm. And nothing phases anybody anymore, right? It's like, yeah. okay, how do we get Chucky out of Nika, show him a little bit of blood, and then also punch her in the face when we need to get Nika back. <laughs> Ow, does it have to be so hard? Oh, God. And then, yeah, so we end the episode, of course, on the big death of Nadine. Um, how do we feel about losing Nadine? Boo. So, like, as in you're <laughs> sad, sad or like, sad. Oh, or you think it's like a detriment to the show? Oh, no. I mean... I could see it coming as soon as we started going up the stairs with her. I thought, well, she's either a goner or we're only barely going to be able to rescue her. But this is a show that has never been afraid to kill main characters. So I figured she was a goner. And it's just sad because I think they did great work with this character. And I think the actor did great work in making us care about her. And Mm. now she's gone and it sucks. Yeah, I think the good thing that's going to come out of this is (sighs) Lexi's going to go back on her fucking pills. Mm. And it's going to bring the trio back together. Because I did like one of my favorite things that any media can do is that, you know, it pairs characters together that we don't normally get to see together or Mm -hmm. at least not to get to see together alone. And we were getting that last week with Devin and Lexi. And so I I like that we have the moment where Lexi's saying, Oh, I I wanted to call you guys more, but things were bad, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, blah. So I think it's going to bring our trio back together. So while they haven't really been, Two really been separated, but they haven't been doing a lot of interaction. Yes. So I think that's what's going to happen here. I think overall, next week we're going to have the, not the end, but like, you know, we're going to have Kyle, Nika, and Glenda meet up with Jennifer Tilly, Tiffany, and Glenn. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to, I'm wrap up kind of i guess whatever's going on with this school and in the final episode we will have all groups come together to fight whatever the big bad is because right i don't know who that is unless it's meant to be this therapist yeah yeah this is interesting right because at this point in the first season we very much knew that the plan was going to center around some kind of main gathering we knew that there were a number of dolls in play so it was just kind of what would happen like what was going to happen when everybody came together yeah and this season feels much more up in the air like these last two episodes could go anywhere well and also we're forgetting we're hoping to have a major cliffhanger ending the season Right. Yeah. I mean, this very much seems like a show that's going to give us a big cliffhanger every year. Mm -hmm. 
the ratings have continued to be strong. That was one of the things we were very afraid of when the show came back is would the luster have worn off? Would people be over Chucky? And it seems like everyone's enthusiasm for this season is just as high. The ratings have held up. So I think season three is going to be a given unless sci-fi is being run by literal idiots. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, you know, we've seen before. See also HBO Max. Yeah, that's true. Um, Or anything on the CW. I guess, do you have any predictions then before we close out or anything that you want or hope to see or hope that you don't see uh, moving forward? I guess my big thing is that I'd like to continue seeing some more of that emotional vulnerability from Mm -hmm. Tilly's performance when she meets up with the kids again. Yeah. We started to see a little bit of it last week with Glenn. So I'm hoping that there's going to be some kind of, I don't know, just grounded. I I don't want to say that I haven't enjoyed Tilly's performance this year, but she has been going very big, and I like her in the quiet moments as well. I do, too. And I, I agree. I mean, we've seen Tilly be broad for two seasons. I... Two seasons and a couple movies uh, in this mm-hmm. franchise. So, yeah, I, I'm actually really looking forward to letting her do something a bit different, which I'm not saying I don't like the broad Tilly, but that's sure. just that's what we've had for the past, like, two decades. Right. Also, did you know that Oscar winner Jennifer Tilly is wanted for questioning in the deaths of her sister Meg Tilly and that she was an Oscar winner? <laughs> <laughs> I did like that, too. <laughs> Oscar nominee, but yes. There we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did i mention that the jokes worked really well for me sister act well but oh sister oh my god also i love that sister ruth now has curls of red hair coming out mm-hmm. of her habit because i guess that's supposed to mean she's disheveled well yeah and i think she's losing that sort of piousness right she's becoming a little bit more sexually open and available and more human man she's gonna start killing people next week Oh, I think so. I yeah. think it's inevitable. <laughs> but we don't know yet. So until next week, everyone, uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your predictions. But we can cross out. He is risen indeed. <laughs> yes. And we can cross out Chucky Queers. <laughs>